0: Hi, I'm Meredith. And I'm Katie. And you're listening to I'm Not Scared, You're Scared, a
1: horror movie podcast.
0: If you're a fan of the show, please like and follow us on iTunes and Spotify and review us. It'll help spread the word.
1: Also, you can follow us on Instagram at I'm Not Scared, You're Scared, or email us at I'm Not Scared, You're Scared at gmail.com.
0: Thanks for joining us. Hello, folks. Hello. We are talking about 2017, The Ritual today, which I am so excited to talk about. I, I That movie's crazy. But before
1: we get started, we need to hear what's new with Meredith. I'm really high on um, fumes. <laughs> I was wondering why your eyes were so glassy and your pupils <laughs> so very, very dilated. Um Okay, so as one
0: does when you are a teacher and you have, um, you know, life and things are really busy, you just put things to the back burner and you're like, I'll deal with that in the summer.
1: Summer bucket list.
0: (laughs) Summer bucket list. So I washed a rug and um, I had a very, had those past tense, a Mm -hmm. very nice uh, dining room set that is um, from Cos Plus. It's all like solid wood. So none of that Ikea stuff. Like, Every other part of my house, but it's all um, messed up from having children in my life. My, my children. So there was like graffiti. They took like a fork and like carved stuff into it. It's uh, all over. Real delinquents, they yeah, It looked very, really bad. And it was just getting embarrassing. And um, so I finally, finally have uh, taken on the project. It's going to be like a four day project, and I'm halfway through. Um, painting everything, all the whole big huge dining table, including the leaf that's inside, and uh, and all of the tables and or excuse me, chairs and a bench, and so I have all these um, air purifiers and fans going on in the other room, and I've just been painting and painting, listening to last podcast on the left, <laughs> the Manhattan Project, all
1: five parts. <laughs> oh damn!
0: Yeah, that's it's been really, cool. it's been really good
1: doing that in preparation to see Oppenheimer
0: Well, I just finished it, and I feel like I'm an Oppenheimer expert now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this movie is not going to impress me. I
0: know. I'm going to be like, whatever. Who cares? Um, you're like, that's actually historically inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've been listening to that, but I just finished that um, series and, and painting, and that's really the best way to get things done, is having a good story or podcast or something on the background, and then yeah. you can just do... Power through. Yeah. Stuff you really don't want to do, but you're like, it's going to be better when I'm fin- I'll be glad when I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, basically. So yeah. well, congratulations
1: on being <sighs> halfway done with that chore.
0: It's just a huge, massive chore that you have yeah. to do like a few times in your life to fix something that's yeah. really, uh, to save money. So I don't have to buy a new set, but like also, you know, improve my quality of life. Like
1: when I see it out every day, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that
0: looks like crap.
1: <laughs> and And now you'll um, be so gratified every time you look at it and for probably like six months anybody that comes to your house be like have you seen my table yet have you seen
0: have you seen i sanded right there i sanded graffiti out my child carved a big heart and then the
1: most offensive graffiti
0: and on the other side my son when he was a toddler just like stabbed the table with a fork because he was mad well yeah as a toddler a toddler rage. little boy toddler does. Um, and then we also had Fourth of July, which we might did. be your what' to do with you, but it was really fun. Um, I, my kids were not here and I wish they were, so hopefully next year they will be, but yeah. we always have a really fun time. so that's all really yeah. um, getting high smoking <laughs> <laughs> smoking no, smelling
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Feels>. <laughs> What's new with you? Um, Yeah, actually, I wasn't I wasn't going to mention Fourth of July, but um, yeah, for sure, because this is uh, it was just two days ago. um, Meredith had us all back over again. It was kind of a smaller group this year than usual. And um, but the city of Pacifica still delivered. Um, mm-hmm. Mightily with the illegal fireworks, a bunch um, of bad boys, that naughty, naughty lawbreakers, little bad boys. Um, they're celebrating their country by defying their country's laws. <gasps> yeah, <laughs> which is yeah. there's nothing more American. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it was it was a good party. It was we had Victor's good ribs. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Sybil's good potatoes. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. You Okay, cupcakes. Yeah, my my uninspired cupcakes. I was like, you know, I'm just going to like fucking bake some cupcakes and put some frosting on them and everybody's going to eat them or shut up about it. <laughs> and Lorena did neither. She did not eat them and she did not shut up about it. She's very mad that they weren't chocolate. I know. She's ridiculous. I ate two. I don't regret it. it I great. had at least two. I don't it remember.
0: And Victor keeps eating them. I'm like, babe, you can't like, just sit and eat cupcakes all day. <laughs> you, gotta well, no, you you,
1: you got to parcel them out um, over a period of time. <sighs> it's like dosing. It's microdosing. The microdosing?
0: <laughs> I was microdosing on fumes. He was microdosing and on cupcakes. cupcakes yeah. Fr- frosting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and the other uh, new thing. So you were, you know, I the idea of this teacher's summer bucket list. But this was also like it. So I have lived in San Francisco. um, or in the immediate vicinity now for, you know, over 20 years. But there's still some things that I had never done. And so I had a handful of things on a list um, that I've been trying to uh, accomplish some of them with my lazy summer days. Um, One of them was that I'd never been up to the cross at the top of Mount Davidson, Mm -hmm. which um, is famous for its appearance as one of the... um, spots for a confrontation in the first Dirty Harry movie where mm-hmm. he is battling Scorpio to, based right. on the Zodiac Killer. Yeah. Um, that's one of the places that they have a, a showdown is at the base of this cross. Yeah. Um, up on Mount Davidson, um, it's also a place where my husband used to go to drink as a high schooler. Oh, <laughs> um, speaking of bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so I'd never been up there, and it's like it literally in my neighborhood. We walked to it from my house, and it was a long walk. Um, and it's you know at the on the top of a you know you can't call it a mountain but it's not just a hill it was quite a quite it's a hike middle. yeah and um a bunch of the trails and pathways were um obstructed by some trees that had fallen maybe in the storms um that we had last winter or maybe since i don't know but um there was like some serious scrabbling going on where i'm like shit like Would it be better to go under this fallen tree or over this fallen tree? Because Mm -hmm. both look really undesirable. Mm -hmm. Um, And I probably also have poison oak now. (laughs) Oh, good! But uh, I can now check that off my list that I have... Been to and, and I should say if anybody's um, interested in this, there is a very very easy walkable clear short path from a street up to the cross, and that's just not the path we took.
0: <laughs> You're like how can I make this terrible? Yeah, let <laughs> me
1: make this longer and more difficult and Itchier. More itchy. <laughs> um, no, but it was a lot of fun. But I'm I'm a little worn down from that. When I first came in, I couldn't stop yawning, and I was like, I gotta I gotta lock that up I was before like, I gotta we rally. start recording.
0: <laughs> rally
1: sniffs fumes in the living room. Get,
0: get, get over yeah, here.
1: And I was like, take some deep, deep breaths next to the newly painted furniture and oh look, now yeah. I've passed out. No, um, yeah, that'll, that'll get you going. But we're here and ready to rock and roll and mm-hmm. listen to Meredith's retelling of this high, high quality movie, The Ritual.
0: Yeah, um... It I think it was straight onto Netflix. It was um, an independent film, and mm-hmm.
1: uh, Netflix bought the rights to yeah. distribute it. And it has lived uh. there on Netflix. For, yeah, it's been there since, since day one. It yes. has never gone away.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's it's really amazing. So I'm I'm excited to talk about this. So the scene opens with um, a guy, Luke, um, buying a round of pints for his friends at a, at the pub um they're in england or i guess london or they're whatever limeys. so they're yeah they're brits um so he walks um the beers over to the table and the men are all discussing their yearly like lads trip that mm-hmm. they go on and where they would like to go uh one saying vegas they're like no 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 and they go what about um you know uh ibiza <laughs> ibiza, ibiza we could get to ibiza and um so but it it you know, they're just kind of, you know, discussing it. And finally, uh, one of the friends, Robert, just suggests um, hiking in Sweden. And they're like, what? No hiking. Yeah, right. You know, that's Nerd. funny. Whatever. And he's <laughs> like, oh, I think, I think it'd be really fun. And they're like, OK, whatever. They kind of kind of brush him off a little bit. Then after leaving the pub, Luke's wants to, he wants to keep drinking and he goes into um, he wants to go into a convenience store. The other guys, they're. Not really into it, they're like, I have work, you know, the kids, blah blah. blah. Mar- they're all like married and have like lives and stuff. And Luke doesn't really seem to have these kind of responsibilities. And he's like, No, I want to crack on, let me, you know, let's go get a bottle, come on, come on, guys. And um, his friend Robert is like, Yeah, all right, he'll go in with him. So they, the two go into the convenience store, um, they t- Continue talking about the trip. Robert, he really wants to go hiking into Sweden. Uh, he thinks it'd be really cool to kind of test himself yeah, uh, physically. And then finally, no, Luke notices a beaten up shop clerk. She's hiding, kind of cowering behind the checkout counter. Um, and then everything kind of freezes. Hmm. And Luke backs up and hides, leaving his friend Robert standing in the aisle only to be seen as two robbers emerge from the back um, of the convenience store with, I'm guessing, another shopkeeper or something. Mm-hmm. Um, the two robbers approach Robert. They ask him for his wallet. They don't notice Luke who's hiding. Luke looks at a bottle that he's holding and it looks like he's kind of thinking about maybe helping his friends. Right, right. Um, so they ask Robert for his wallet and his wedding ring. He hands over the wallet, but he really doesn't want to give his wedding ring. He's like, you guys have enough. You know, you can go. And then the other uh, Robert threatens him. He's like, I'm going to mess you up if you don't give me your ring. And he kind of was like, oh, you know, he didn't want to give it to him. So then he's like, whatever. And then he like just hits Robert in the head with his pipe um, knocking him onto the ground as Luke watches as he's cowering from behind the ca- um, the shelf in horror as he notices his friend is is mortally wounded. Um, and then he's beaten down again. Um, and then Luke, he can see everything and he's just watching in horror, frozen. And he doesn't react or try to help in right. any kind of way. And then Luke wakes up in a tent and we kind of, as the viewer, realized what what we've all what we've seen is his dream mm-hmm. of something that his has memories, happened. Yeah. yeah, his memories. He makes up in a tent. He walks out, and there are four of, uh, four tents in total set up. And the screen says six months later. Um, and they're kind of in the middle of nowhere in the in Sweden. Yeah, it's like hiking. this
1: big, like, elevation, like, sweeping hill. Like, no trees or anything. Just, like, this beautiful, grassy hill, like, but clearly up at, like, an elevation. Yeah. So,
0: um then the other men emerge from their tent and they comment on um, on the trip and how they have about two more days of hiking. One guy, um, Hutch, he has a map, he's in a compass. He seems to be leading their group um, along the, the way. He seems very capable, very fit. Yeah. One guy, Dom, he doesn't. He's just not at all. No, he's a little squidgy. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, he he's like to comment on how he just got these hiking boots and how he needs to break them in or <laughs> should have breaking them yeah, in yeah, before yeah. this. Um, the four men hike to the top of the hill and and place a photo of Robert, candles, and a stuffed dog, and some rocks, and they for, form um, a bit of a memorial. And I get the impression that they're the whole reason they're on this hike and the first place this trip is to commemorate their friend. Who yeah, had, to honor who him because it was what died. he wanted to do. Right, and all of them are kind of like blowing him off and in, in um, when they're yeah. initially, and so that's for him. So they say something, some words to remember their friend. Uh, and they pour one out for him. Uh, Luke obviously feels a lot of guilt about Rob's death. You know, he just has that kind of like, I've seen some things. Yeah, well, and it's like, face. it's
1: very loaded. Like every time, you know, they're they're talking about what happened to Robert and they're like, you know, he was the best of us. And it shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have happened. And um yeah, like you can see in his face, like, and obviously because you you've observed like what went down when Robert died, and so you anybody like you don't need to be told that he would be struggling with like guilt and questioning like if he had done something, would his friend still be alive? And mm-hmm.
0: yeah, he just obviously feels horrible about this the the death of the death of his friend, and um, so they kind of um, you know commemorate the the moment and and their friend and. Um, so then the next scene it's raining Um, the men have to break down their camp once they're back hiking again Dom twists his ankle um, pretty badly and they're like you know we should not keep on the trail it's like kind of just a long um, a long hike for Dom on his knee that he hurt pretty badly Yeah, and so they were like what's the fastest route back to the lodge kind Mm -hmm. of and so Hutch looks at the map and he says um He kind of, you know, thinks about it, and and they decide that the best direct route to the lodge is through the forest. Of course, it Um, is. Yeah,
1: right through the forest (laughs) onto the other
0: side to the lodge. Great, sounds good. So they decide to go off the trail and into the woods. Nobody has ever regretted that decision. Lodge faster. (laughs) Um, Once again, they're hiking, and Dom has to take a break. Cue the ominous music as men are hiking through the trees uh yeah dom has to take mini breaks he's like i've got to take a break he's are a, a little bitch about he's it he's like oh i'm and in
1: agony and you're like are you though he's just kind of like uncomfortable and all the <laughs> other guys are, well no, maybe not phil but like hutch and luke are definitely like rolling their eyes at him like oh my god he's such a baby he's such a wuss you know like, like we're gonna it, yeah? end up carrying him out of here before this is all over like this exactly. is
0: bullshit. yeah the men are talking about how they're getting pretty hungry um they started talking about different foods that they could eat. Yeah, there, what they would you know, eat when they were um, out. And then they are suddenly startled by a huge dead deer or something, or a stag of some kind. Yeah, a deer elk or mm-hmm. something, yeah. And it's in the very high up in the trees, and it's sort of splayed open. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can see his entrails hanging at the bottom. And the men leave pretty quickly after they notice that the kill looks
1: fairly fresh. Yeah. Um, you know what that reminded me of? What? You seen the um the show Hannibal with Mads Mikkelsen and and Hugh Dancy? No, I
0: never oh, watched it. I okay. mean, I watched like maybe one or two episodes because I heard it was very good, but yeah. I just couldn't I just couldn't commit to it oh, even okay. though I love the character, yeah. you know, in the movie.
1: I would movies. say if you ever went back to it, like for me the the first season was like way way better or more enjoyable I think than the later season because mm-hmm. it's it's almost like Old school X Files, where like every episode was something completely different and original, and then as the series seasons went on, there was more like continuity of the story throughout a season, mm-hmm. and so it had just had a different feel. Um, but there is like there's a um, killings and stuff in the first season of that Hannibal thing that was really reminiscent of like the way that this stag was like hung up and like it was really upsetting because it looks um, like it looks ceremonial almost. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like obviously it was intentional put up in the trees but like you know gutted and disemboweled and displayed in that way so it just like makes it that much creepier it's not like oh just a dead deer lying on the ground or even like stuck on a tree like it's mm-hmm. really intentional the way that it's hung up there it makes it super creepy
0: yeah it's um definitely super disconcerting and they're like this if this blood is like still, still dripping. dripping and uh this is not look that doesn't look like it's been here for a super long time. Yeah. So we got to
1: get the fuck out of here. And, um, so Don't they um, talk about whether like a bear could have done that? They're like, can bears do that? <laughs> what the
0: fuck? No. You
1: do don't,
0: you don't think so? No. No. no well, yeah. Because they all
1: stand on each other's little bear shoulders. Like, well, if it's a cocaine bear, maybe they could. Maybe they could be able to. Um,
0: so that they, they leave fairly quickly. Later that night, it's just pouring torrential rains. It's very bad, and um, Luke notices a carved symbol in a tree. Um, the the men eventually stumble upon an aban- uh, a seemingly abandoned cabin, and Luke hears weird noises outside, and he kind of stops while everyone else is rushes everyone else rushes inside, and he sort of like has his flashlight and he's like looking around. And it's very like. These this forest is not like um huge thick thick trees. No. It's very like a lot of skinny ones. Yeah. The um that's what she said. Uh, <laughs> a lot of thin trees but like a lot. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's so it you can see kind of between the trees but not. It's yeah. weird.
1: You can see really far but like every it's it's you know Your filtered.
0: Yes, exactly. So he's kind of he feels like he sees something. You can hear things out there, mm-hmm. and he's like something's out there. Yeah. And he goes inside, um, and the men, um, you know, they're just trying to get warm, get get a fire going, and yeah. get out of that rain because it's it's pretty crazy. Um, so he he tells the others he's like worried about a noise. Uh, Outside of his friends are just like It's fine It's you know We're not the only things in the woods There's other animals So it's It's probably nothing
1: Yeah Uh, This is like One of the I mean there's a bunch of different points But this is one of the first points Where it really starts reminding me Of Blair Witch yeah, Like with the um, the carvings in the tree particularly is like, it's a rune and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't necessarily look like the bla- but just the like presence of symbols like in the woods that shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also the like the cabin, like it yeah. just, it has like, it looks kind of similar. And just like that whole thing of being in the middle of the woods and just there's a cabin just there and it's abandoned. So it's like got very the- Blair Witchy vibes.
0: Yes. it
1: Yeah. It reminded me of Blair Witch too. Just the weird... Ominous feeling, and and yeah, and there are like definitely other points, like when more weird stuff starts Mm -hmm. happening to them that has like similarities to Blair Witch.
0: Yeah, and there's like obviously human, human, um, you know, activity. Yeah, uh, because it's not animals that are carving symbols Mm -hmm. into the woods and and building cabins, right? (laughs) So what the heck? Okay, so they decide to build a fire. They're on the, the lookout for some something kindling of something to start. The fire because there's like a wood stove in the in this yeah. house. Um, Phil goes upstairs to investigate, find some firewood, um, and he finds a weird hay slash straw wooden torso man statue thing with a he- it's headless and it has like horns
1: for hands uh, for
0: hands it's really strange it's like a an effigy of some kind yeah it it's feels like. like
1: wicker man-esque or like even though it didn't really look like it it reminded me of at the end of hereditary like it's, the yes
0: definitely it the form that, that they
1: had assembled in the treehouse mm-hmm. that like it was you were like i'm sorry what the fuck is this <laughs> like, this is not good not a fan of so, that um
0: <laughs> he's like, Phil like calls them all upstairs, and he's like, what the hell is this? And they're like, ooh, yuck.
1: <laughs> One of them goes like, witchcraft. <laughs> oh,
0: witchcraft. Um, so then later, they just, I mean, in the end, they end up just breaking, busting up a table and, you know, putting it into the stove. Mm-hmm. Later, the men have the fire is um, blazing. They're um, up, they're sitting up in their um, sleeping bags and chatting. Uh, eventually, they decide to get some sleep. Meanwhile, we can hear a, a weird low growling outside kind yeah. of just moving around um so luke is asleep and um, they all sleep on the floor of this cabin all together yeah. Yeah. so they're not like well i'll see you later and like
1: separating I'm, seem, I'm gonna be
0: in my bedroom right they see all in seem the smart that they all like are just gonna
1: be together yeah well and they're um, probably i mean conserving heat and staying close to the the stove and everything makes sense
0: yeah so luke is asleep and um then he's back in his dream at the liquor store, which we're gonna see a lot back yeah. at that at that moment where he just feels a lot of grief, I think, and guilt, and just you know loss. Um, he awakens and then he's outside um, in the in the dark, and he's like, "What the heck?" Like you think maybe he. Um, was sleepwalking or something he has like markings on his chest then
1: they're all bloody yeah um and like he got um, stabbed like it's like five times like in this kind of little ring
0: yeah and it's it's like it it made me think of like like punctures yeah it made me think of like points of a pentagram but not yeah kind of um so he go he runs back inside because he hears screaming in the in the cabin. He runs back inside to find them kind of screaming in fear. He sees um, Hutch is standing up out of his sleeping bag. He's he like wet his pants yeah. in fear. Uh, H- um, Dom is you know screaming his wife's name. He's like Gail, Gail, you know freaking out mm-hmm. and then he. He's like, where's Phil? Where's Phil? And then he runs upstairs and finds that effigy. uh, And then Phil, completely naked, uh, (laughs) sitting in front of it, kneeling um, and sort of on his knees, seemingly worshipping it yeah he's got of.
1: like his hands clasped and like raised up and his like head down so it looks like he's praying to it
0: yeah and then they wake him up for because he's like asleep yeah and he's like what the fuck what am i doing up here what oh my god how did i get up here and everyone's like eh? where
1: are my pants <laughs> who can say so
0: that's great um <laughs> they get dressed quickly five
1: stars for that <laughs> for that vrbo Half a
0: star woke up next
1: naked worshipping an effigy, worshiping an effigy. <laughs>
0: So the men get dressed, they're obviously very uh, shaken from the yeah. night that night. They probably didn't get much sleep and then all these weird feelings. Then they notice when they walk out of the uh, the cabin, there's just carved symbols all over the trees surrounding the cabin. Um, but my question is was it there
1: before yeah we don't really know like I could have backed it up and looked again because they reasonably could have just not noticed because it was dark and storming when they came in but also like you were saying Luke was looking outside for a really long time Yeah, so he might have noticed that they if they had not been there before but -hmm. that's another thing that's like you know that Blair witchiness of like if it wasn't there before like waking up in the morning and discovering that something had been done uh, Mm -hmm. you know what while you were sleeping yeah. around you. Um, and then one of the, I mean, I've had a hard time finding interesting factoids about this, but one of them was that the the rune that was in most of those carvings um, is uh, actually, one of its meanings is like property. Mm-hmm. And so it was like to, to designate like private property or like territory or something like that.
0: Yeah, they've stumbled on... Somewhere yeah. they should not be. Absolutely, obviously. So, trespassers! Yikes! So they walk out, and they're like, "What the heck's? What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> um, so at this point, um, they they walk out. They they're all ready to go. Dom notices a path um, leading away from the cabin, and he wants to follow it, even though his friends they they want to go back um to the trail they that they were on originally.
1: Yeah they're kind of just because like one of them I can't remember if it's Luke like wants to just double back and get the fuck back out of the trees because at that point they're not super far into the woods I don't think mm-hmm. and he thinks they should just go back and then Hutch is like no that's stupid like let's just keep going in the direction because he's got the compass and like the direction that he knows or believes that they need to go for their shortcut and now there's this third thing where Dom is like well here there's an actual path and the path is not leading where either of the other ones are suggesting they go. Yeah, it's, um, he's like, well, there's, this path means that there's someone who can help us. Yeah, path means people, means civilization, it'll take us somewhere.
0: Right, um, so the other, but the other guys are like, yeah, I think that's a good idea, but they decide, because, but Dom's insistent, he's the one who's injured, he's like, let's go this way, and they're like, okay, fine. He's also the most
1: obnoxious one.
0: Yeah, he's pretty loud and irritating, so, (laughs) They, um, they, in the end, they're just like, okay, fine. They, they appease him and they go down this path for like a a little bit. He just wants to see where it goes to. And, um, so as they're hiking, uh, they start to question what the heck was going on in the cabin. They're like, what was going on? And then, um. I forget who said that, like, let's just not talk about
1: that. Hutch doesn't want to. He's like, you know, I, I woke up soaked in my own piss. Like, I don't really want to relive it. Like, mm-hmm. let's not talk about it. We all just yeah. had nightmares.
0: Right. And I can see his point. Like, let's just get out of the situation. We can rehash whatever the fuck that was later when yeah. we're like safe and out of this place. Um, so Don wants to rest again. And the men are like. You know, you need to try to push through the pain. Yeah. You know, you can't just keep... We can't keep he, stopping. he's like, I'm in agony. And they're like, oh, are you though? <laughs> um, he, he's being a little a little bitch. So then finally, Luke... <laughs> Dumb the
1: little bitch. Yeah. So
0: Luke takes his pack off. He's like, I'm just going to peek to the top of this ridge and see what's going on. How much further we have to go. He runs up there pretty quickly and he just sees a lot more trees. More trees. Way, way, way more trees. And then he notices... Far into the trees like mm-hmm. I, I that's the reason I described this forest um, because you can see really far but not yeah but and, not clearly yeah. yes and he notices a hand or something on the tree kind of being it's on the tree you can see all the fingers and it's
1: kind of pulled out of the view mm-hmm. and you're like he's like what the fuck was that and oh I think gosh. you can also kind of see like antlers move like where you mm-hmm. thought they were branches until they moved
0: yes you can see other things moving yeah. that's Disconcerting, not great. Um, so he uh, just kind and then you hear like rumbling, like boom, 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 rumbling, yeah, yeah, yeah. rumbling, in the in the, the crashing trees. of the yeah. thing um, moving about. Mm-hmm. So he runs back down, and he's like, "Oh my gosh I, you know, I saw something up there. What the fuck?" Uh, Dom, he's he wants Luke to chill out. He's like, "Whatever, you didn't seek anything." And and uh, he's like, "Yeah, I did." Um, and he wants him to chill out, and Luke is like you know you know we wouldn't be on this path if this wasn't for for you dom mm-hmm. you know and then dom says yes but we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you yeah basically there to commemorate their friend that right. he you know who had died because he you know was killed so you know obviously
1: horribly and um and Don definitely like is the one that's made the most comments that you could be interpreted as like accusatory. Definitely um, about, you know, about Luke and and like most like resentful because it like ha- he's like shouldn't have happened it shouldn't have happened. He yeah. like
0: looks pointedly at Luke.
1: Yeah. And like Luke <laughs> like Hutch is, is like definitely picks up on that and like at, He tries at an to like, point, de-escalate. He is. does. And then like at one point when it was just Hutch and Luke, Luke was like, "Do you think it was my fault?" and Hutch is like, "No." He's know, like,
0: "You who knows?" What could happen? You know. Yeah, yeah,
1: but like, like, Hutch is definitely like not is very uh, compassionate toward how bad Luke feels, mm-hmm. and Dom is just like, "Fuck you, it was your fault." And this so now fault. in this scenario, he's like, "Sorry if I don't trust your judgment, but uh, you got our friend killed." So meh.
0: exactly, and um, you know, I think also Dom just wants someone to be mad at, you yeah. know, and you and, gotta and, have a target know. for your anger. Yeah, and so he Luke is probably the easiest to Mm -hmm. um, be angry with so he brings up Robert's death he's he thinks he says you're a coward Mm -hmm. and um he put and then Luke punches Dom in the face he's like we're not friends we are not friends anymore Mm -hmm. you know you're not my mate (laughs) (laughs) you're not my mate um so Kylie I mean it just all came to a head basically this this resentment and this anger and these like little comments Mm -hmm. um so Luke puts his pack back on and storms off at this point, and the rest of the men they have no choice but to just follow, right, um, and keep going on that that path. They find an abandoned tent um, with a credit card that
1: expired in 1984. Yeah, it was like grown over. Like mm-hmm. they just saw a little bit of the, the nylon fabric. like peeking through, and they pulled it out from under like all this moss that had grown on it. Yeah,
0: there's like a wallet. There's a family Juice. in the wallet and. <laughs> um, the family photo in the wallet and shoes and yeah so that's not great um so then they just have no choice but to set up camp um so Hedge tells luke he that he uh he's like you need to go uh, out and hike out and find help you're the strongest mm-hmm. and he's like phil something's wrong with him dom's injured i think it'd be better if i stay with them and you try to get out of here and find us find his help yeah uh, luke agrees and he, he that he'll Um, hike out in the following morning he's like okay good idea so then later that evening he um luke is in his tent uh he hears a thumping uh noises he uh, i think he's trying to like get gather supplies and, and get ready to get going in the morning. He unzips his tent to see um, the scene that he's back in the convenience store. It's unfolding again, that mm-hmm. whole scenario with the robbers and Robert on the ground getting um, hit with a pipe. He, um, one of the robbers looks at him and it has kind of glowy looking eyes yeah. and it says to him, coward
1: yeah they do such Mm -hmm. a good job of like folding that convenience store thing into the the wood setting because it always Mm -hmm. seems like it's growing out of the woods like there's a gradual change from like the grassy floor of the woods to like the convenience store tile it's Mm -hmm. not like the woods just disappear and he's in it like he'll be like looking in the trees and seeing like flickering you know um not strobe lights fluorescent lights lighting like behind the trees and then it's like but it's like Folded into the forest setting it's so yeah. bizarre
0: it's very strange it reminds me of um when you see really nice antique furniture in the forest and like a photo shoot of some oh kind. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this does not belong it's right. just like very strange and um i think it was very smart how they sh- kept showing that so mm-hmm. um that it just yeah. made it feel super trippy yeah it's it's crazy so this cre- creature or whatever it is or whatever this entity um, it's in his head and it's saying coward yeah um so he kind of he's like oh okay um startled and then he's awakened um, to it's he he, he kind of snaps out of it and he hears uh, Phil screaming um oh and I forgot that he looks over at a tent and it gets like just kind of pulled out yeah and like flies away like in the remake of Blair Witch. yeah. Which is that- which I thought was really, really good, and mm-hmm. that was that was so frightening. Um, so then he um, awakens to hear Phil screaming at, about Hutch uh, being taken. Phil's kind of on the ground, like pawing at the ground, and you know, just very messed up. Oh yeah. Um, so and then they can hear Hutch screaming. In the forest. And his tent mm-hmm. is, like, all, like, fucked up. It's, like, up, Like, torn and smashed. Yes. Yeah. And then, um, so, and and then they you hear a creature, or they hear a creature just kind of rumbling. Mm-hmm. So, um, the men pursue Hutch, trying to, to find him. And, right, following the sounds um, of mm-hmm. his screams. Yeah, so it's Dom, Phil, and Luke. Mm-hmm. And they've run off, and they left all of their supplies to just try to find their friend. Um, the men wait in the woods for daybreak and they are like well we can't really what are we gonna do we can't go back and we'll get back our stuff later i don't know what they plan on doing yeah but they have nothing mm-hmm. except for luke has like a knife a little knife so they keep walking through the woods and then they find hutch in the trees up and um exactly how the deer was mm-hmm. splayed and um it's obviously horrifying. They're like, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, so they managed to get him down and they take uh, Hutch's compass um, and they cover him with sticks and they're like, we can't just, you know, we can't just leave him here. And they're like, Yeah, Yeah. we don't.
1: Like, well, Dom wants to bury him. And Luke is like, look, we don't have time. We have to get out of here. Like, we need to go now. Yeah, And, like, we'll send somebody back in for him. Like, somebody will come back. But we need to get the fuck out of here. Like, we don't have time to dig a hole. Something dangerous. And they don't have, you know, Yeah, they don't have anything to do with it anyways. But, like, Dom is the one that's like, we can't just leave him here. We have to bury him after whatever. And so then Dom starts covering him with the sticks.
0: Yeah, so they just cover him with sticks. Because they're like, what are we going to tell his wife what are we gonna do? He's got the, his kids. Like, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? And yeah. they're like, we just have to focus on getting out of here first yeah. before we figure out how to get help. Um, so they get the compass and um, they proceed just to walk. And so they don't have any packs, anything, and um, then they find a creek and. Um, Take some sips of water out of the creek before they notice uh, human tracks or human activity happening around the the creek. Mm-hmm. Uh, as they struggle, or excuse me, like they the three of
1: them decide to go. Um, the opposite direction of the humans. Well, yeah, because that was the, the direction that they were... They're trying to follow the path that Hutch had told them they should be going the whole time. Mm-hmm. And it's like the footprints that they find are going in a different direction. Mm-hmm. And But it's like, you know, there was a point where Dom was like, The signs of people. We have to go that way. And now they're like, it's signs of people. get us not get anywhere fucking near them. And so they're going to yeah. like stay on the trajectory that Hutch was already sending them on, which is like not the same direction as those footprints.
0: Right. And I think also Dom realizes that... Whatever is going on is not good. So we need yeah. to get out of here. And, yeah. and, and well,
1: and there's and, like kind of an argument about like whether or not it's people doing this. I think Dom is the one that's like really being like, it's just a fu- bunch of fucking hillbillies. <laughs> like, you know, there's just yeah. psychos out here in the woods, like killing people.
0: And then, and then it's like, well, either way, you have to get away from them.
1: So, because yeah. Luke go. is the one that said that there was like a creature, like one creature. And he makes the point he's like, there's three of us, there's one of it. I have a knife. Let's just get out of here. Mm-hmm. But then Dom is like, you know, rejecting the idea. That there's some like monster and mm-hmm. that like it's actually people doing this, but either way, they're like, we need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah,
0: either way, you've got to get go. to, go. to get a hat. Get, get out of here. Um, so they yeah, go the opposite direction. They are kind of hiking up a very steep mountain kind of hill thing. Yeah. Um, as they are struggling up the this mountain, you see something following them. That's mm-hmm. a creature of some kind. Uh and Luke gets to the top to scope it out again, and he tells them he, he's like, "Oh, we're close. He could see the edge of the forest. At yeah, this he can, I
1: think he can see the lodge in mm-hmm. the distance too, maybe.
0: Yeah, and well, there's like a huge valley of trees between them and this other yeah. point that they're trying to get to, but it's more um, attainable, right? It feels like. He goes. He turns back around to go tell his friends, and they have been attacked by the this creature. Dom is off somewhere, we don't know, and Phil has been attacked. Luke runs into a tree and once again is back in that scene. Um, He knocked himself out because he ran with such force. Mm -hmm. Um, He's back in that scene at the store with Robert on the ground again. Then Luke finds Dom and convinces him to run on the count of three. And they are being pursued. They find a path lit by torches and they just
1: decide to run down the path. Um, Yeah you know, terrified. Yeah. They're being like actively mm-hmm. chased by this mm-hmm. thing. And they see like Luke had kind of seen Phil get taken by the monster. So they're yes. like, they know Phil's done for, Like yes. it's just Something the two of them now. Really
0: bad. Um, so they, they run and um, they see Phil who's in the trees, just like Hunch and the deer. That Was um, up there too, mm-hmm. and then they run in, in uh, into a, a large cabin and kind of fall onto the ground. Yeah. Um, inside, there's a fire. Um, a stu- Ooh, what is that a phonograph?
1: Phonograph. Yeah. Okay. Like an uh, old tiny like, record player is going.
0: Um, and a person that with the um her, her his her I don't know if it's a woman. Um, I think yeah. I think it's supposed to be that like main witch lady, the old woman. Yeah. With her back to them, and then at this point, Luke is knocked out. They awaken inside a cabin, and they are tied up and kind of chained. Outside of the cabin is a community of people. Um, they come inside and offer Luke water after they notice, like on his chest, that he has those markings. Yeah. Um. So then she dec- she looks at Dom and uh, she decl- declines to give Dom any of um the water, and then the men take Dom. And they ring his bell pretty good. They yep. like punch him pretty, pretty well, and then drag him upstairs where he is screaming in agony. A woman goes um, to Luke and then uh, tells him in English. They prepare for the sacrifice, and it will be over soon. Yeah. So he is kind of despondent on the ground, chained up, um, and like wondering
1: you know, what happened to his friend, Dom. like, mm-hmm. even though
0: he and Dom have had these words exchanged, they're still yeah.
1: united in their like
0: quest to, yeah.
1: they've kind of forgotten all of that. Yeah. in like the horror of this situation.
0: Yeah. So, um, they later bring back Dom and he looks really rough. He looks like he's beaten up and stuff. Um, he recounts his weird dream that he had in the cabin and he tells Luke that he's going to die here. He asks Luke to get, try to get out and to burn this place to the ground on the way out. Yeah. Uh, the following morning, Dom is brought out and tied to a pole for a sacrifice. Then it becomes... Um, he looks around and sees that there are other very old corpses kind of um, also in the trees as well uh then lucas you know he's meanwhile he's trying to get free uh tie himself um so dom starts yelling at the villagers and he's like you know just you know let's just get this over with what are you waiting for and then it's um
1: it's dark again. Suddenly, mm-hmm. like very suddenly. Yes, yeah, so you don't so, know if there's supposed to be like a real passage of time there because it's still cutting to Luke struggling um, to get untied. And you can presume he was doing that for a while, but it goes dramatically from like daytime to nighttime.
0: Yeah. So um, suddenly it's very dark again and um, he started to yell at the villagers um, and then now they're all on the ground as this creature approaches you can hear the rumblings in the forest as it, as it, it approaches meanwhile Luke is in this cabin um, and he man- manages to break his thumb and he is able to untie himself. Oh, that moment. Yeah, like, it was, you like, see, like he's <laughs>
1: like, You can tell he's getting ready to do it and he's like psyching himself up and psyching himself up and everything. And then when he like goes like one tooth and he like, snaps his own thumb and it's like, there's no way you don't like jump at that. Like it's mm-hmm. such a visceral reaction. Like it looks very realistic.
0: Yeah, it's, um, he was able to untie himself, but at what cost? At what cost? <laughs> so Dom sees, um, once, are you uh, back outside? Do we see Dom? Still tied up, and he sees Gale emerge from the woods
1: and approach him in her cute little sweater mm-hmm. and, and trousers and, and everything. She's like, oh, like what's
0: honey, like, what are you? Now? Oh my God, what are you doing?" But it here? isn't Gale, as <gasps> this Gale creature has glowing eyes, and it grabs him by his face. And at this point, you see the creature all the way, um, well, most of the way.
1: You you see, yeah, like a close up of the f- kind of face part of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like a torso. And there's
0: eyes in the dark, deep depths of the torso, and there's hands coming out of the sides, and it's holding Dom and it picks Dom up. Mm -hmm. So then later, um, Luke asks the woman if they will take Dom out of the trees. It picks him up. uh, I forgot. It takes him and puts him in the trees.
1: Yeah, just basically impales him on like one major branch, Mm -hmm. like through his gut, and that's good night for Dom. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Later i'm gonna go back um lucas asks the woman he's like are you gonna take this dom out of the trees and they're like she's like we don't take them out of the trees yeah that's that's you know just how we do it and um that they are gonna worship Yoturn. it's spelled (laughs) j-o with umlauts t-u-n-n and it's different it's a creature um because it's a god Bast, it's a god and it's the bastard child of loki she tells him that the the ritual is for him starts tonight and that he'll have to kneel before it like the rest of them or be sacrificed and isn't that Um, does that
1: when she says that thing about it like granting them long
0: life mm -hmm. yeah so she's like "It's, it's granted us long life um in return so then um let's see let me go back so Luke manages he to break out of the basement. We know he got untied. He hides from that woman, uh, the fact that she he had untied himself. Um, so he's able to go upstairs, and he hears like rasping, screaming, weird voices. Um, he co- he goes into the room, and he just sees mummified creatures that are silent at first. And then he starts setting them on
1: fire. They and then they start kind of screeching. Well, in some of them like the there was one that he first looked up close at, and then like you're like, oh, it's a mummy, or a, it almost looks maybe like a, like another dummy or doll that they had made. Mm-hmm. But then it moves, and you're like, what the fuck? It's live. And it's so, like, like
0: thousands of years old. Yeah, if like mm-hmm. this is
1: supposed to be like the the oldest of the people that have been part of this community that have been like worshiping and serving this god in exchange for a long life but like I guess long life only actually works on your body for so long and eventually they move you to this attic where you're technically still alive
0: yeah and then you're just kind of like screeching kind of like grandpa from checks <laughs> his chainsaw <Massacre>. exactly <laughs> he was
1: the best with the hammer
0: yeah so um Luke is like fuck that best on fire. <laughs> y- y'all bitches uh. <laughs> are dry you're gonna go up <laughs> yes and they go all, they go up fast yeah they they're do basically straw dead corpses mm-hmm. basically then the yoturn. I looked up how to say this. So, the yoturn returns, and then um, the dealing vigi- villagers are attacked. Um, that Luke gets a shotgun. He manages to grab from like one of the closet areas. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming that this is stuff supplies that are like taken from people who happen upon them. Yeah, maybe. Um, so he he kills um one of the villagers. He shoots them, and he bandages to get out of the other side of the burning house. Um, he sees that creature and you see um, he's kind of like gone a little bit of distance away. Right. And you see this burning huge cabin. Like it's kind of like a lodge. It's really big. Yeah. And he, you see this creature holding up one of the villagers, one of them um, holding him up, I think is the woman. And it's it looks like a stag slash or, like, an elk and, like, has huge, huge horns and it's also, like, human hands and it's massive.
1: Yeah, it's, like, you're seeing, like, its silhouette, like you were saying, it's in front of this burning lodge and so it's kind of backlit and you're Mm -hmm. seeing it, um, like, from the side. And, yeah, it's, like, most of its body looks just like an enormous elk or moose or something, but then once you get to the head area, everything gets all fucked up and there's, like, a kind of a humanoid head torso type thing Mm -hmm. on what would be the chest of a normal elk and it's got like it's little little arms reaching it kind of reminded me of the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie Total Recall Mm -hmm. there's this um character that because you know there's a bunch of mutants that live on Mars and there's this one character who is like growing out of the stomach of another character yeah um and so it's kind of like that like it's it was a really um kind of disturbing and inventive creation of a monster to like take multiple elements and put them together in a way that's just like doesn't your mind can't really categorize it and it's mm-hmm. trying to like what is it is it is it is it an elk is it a person is it a demon is it but it's so many different elements stuck together that you're like I don't even know what I'm looking at it's just like an ancient Fucking
0: creature. <laughs> well put. Um, so he has, I forgot to mention, he grabbed two bullets, and one of them he uses to shoot the villager, and then the other one, he takes a name at this creature, uh, this Yoturn, and he takes a shot at it. And it seemingly doesn't really yeah, do Yeah, just anything. pisses it off. And says, and, hey, look, I'm over here. Yeah. So he um, <laughs> puts the, checks the villager, I don't know what he does, he, he um, Luke runs away, and it pursues him and he's limping along as he's running he sees the convenience store kind of show up in front of him and again this pathway yeah um, and it's the convenience store mixed in with the forest mm-hmm. and he's running and you see on the other side the creature is pursuing him as well yeah so it, it eventually gets over to him and this yoturn makes him bow he like pushes his body onto the ground and he's like you have to bow um, but he didn't say that, but it's sort of like that's what's <laughs> insinuated. Um, but Luke gets up and then it pushes him back down again. And
1: then he looks over and
0: sees one, he had an ax that he managed to grab. Yeah. To.
1: It was one of the villagers had had it and had dropped it when the Yoturn started attacking all of the villagers. And so he had grabbed that, um, when he ran off initially, Ooh. um, but then, yeah. So now I don't know why it was. Yeah, I guess like he dropped it when it first caught up with him in the yeah, woods, and it's it kind just of pulled him there. up,
0: and it was like held him by his chest, and he's like, "You're gonna bow to me," kind yeah. of. Cool. Well, you was thought you floor. thought
1: he was just gonna like stick him on the tree because that's exactly how he picked up Dom when he first took him off of the sacrificial post or whatever. Yeah. But for some reason he didn't, he didn't. and he was like, kind of like groping at his face because there was an, one of the villagers, the Yoturn, like put out his eyes, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it seemed like he was going to do that uh, to Luke also, but then, like, he didn't. He just, like, put him down on the ground and, like, forced him into that bowing posture.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, he's has his dirt on his face. He's on the forest floor. Mm-hmm. He looks over and sees his, that axe that he had dropped, and he sees his friend, Robert, yeah. again. And his friend, Robert, looks at him, and he kind of... Um, There's like a little bit of recognition. Like I can either cower here and stay down here or I need to get up and and have courage and be like, you know, not today.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, because they're kind of in the same posture because he's like laying face down with his or body down with his face turned to the side, just like Robert was in the convenience store after he got hit the first time and like landed face down and then turned his head to the side to look at Luke in that moment. And so they're like kind of in that same posture and Mm -hmm. looking at each other. Yeah. And it's like definitely is come to Jesus moment. Yes. So
0: Luke gets up and he grabs the ax and he, he's just, you know, not going to bow to this creature. Yeah. And, um, sick of your bullshit, mm -hmm. your turn. Um, so then he takes the ax and he hits the creature with it, royally pissing it off more. (laughs) Um, and then he just runs Mm -hmm. and he runs out of the forest and, 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 um, the creature roars, is sort of you know clearly can't leave. Yeah. Um, so he roars at the creature, and um, you see him kind of walk away from the forest, and you see a car driving in the distance as Luke walks towards it. Yeah. And that is the ritual. The ritual. It seems like way longer because I kept. There's just so much detail. I didn't yeah. want to skip over. Yeah. Um, it's not like katie cries and make it comfort <laughs>
1: so did you think it was scary um hell yeah i did like i've seen this um probably half a dozen times at this point just because like it has been on netflix for so long um and it's i like it so much that it's been a big one for me to like put on in the background Um, and honestly, I would have to say that I think that maybe like the first half or so is scarier than the end. Like once they get to the village, um, and that element gets introduced and the other people and the cult and all of that, um, it kind of loses a little bit of what makes it scary for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I prefer the first half of the movie, um. But I think that uh, it does it does so many things right in terms of um creating that scary scenario. And, like, you know, I point out all these similarities to Blair Witch Project, not to imply that it's like, oh, Simpsons did it. Like, yeah, no, no, it's not a ripoff. It's just um it's another use of something that is just a very, very frightening. Um, premise. And I remember saying this um, when we did the Blair Witch episode and it was something that I had said to my son Tommy because he watched Blair Witch with me and he's not a horror movie guy um, is that I said one of the things that I think makes Blair Witch and The Ritual Um, so frightening is that even before you introduce the element of um, being hunted or there being a supernatural presence or something evil going on, you're already lost in the woods. And that is a really, really terrifying situation to be in. Mm -hmm. And so you're already frightened and on the edge of panic and trying to keep it under control. And you're with a group of people and you're trying to manage um, within a group and like. And one of them's injured. Yeah, really, and you've got an injury and then in in the ritual you have this like um this resentment that's existing between some of them and the the grief that they're all there to deal with really. And, and so there there's just is like distrust. Yeah. Already. There's so much emotion. It's such a a heavy heavy setting before you even introduce the scary shit. Right. Yeah. Um but then e- even absent that just like You know, if you look at camping in that in that light, it's terrifying. You Mm -hmm. know, you're just like, I'm going to zip myself up in this nylon bag and be safe. Like, that's not that's like the most like lunatic example of human behavior. You know, that, like... I understand. (laughs) I don't get it either. I'm like, But it is... There's a psychological element to it. It's just, like, how, you know, putting your... The blanket over your head protects you from the monster in your closet. Like, it's just a psychological trick. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, the... Uh, the opening scene, um, Robert's death, the attack in the convenience store is so... It happens pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a, a shocking way to open the film. Um, and I mean, within the first 10 minutes. Yeah. 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 Um, and so then um, once you're in the woods, you're like, okay, well, I'm now I'm creeped out. I'm creeped out. Yeah. And then like that first night in the cabin and... Um, You know, finding the effigy and then, you know, just everything that they individually experience like that setting. It's just it's so fucking creepy. Mm -hmm. And it amps up and amps up them seeing the elk in the trees, you know, the hearing the noises out in the woods um, and everything that like just kind of gets added on gradually um, really builds the frightening like nature of the whole situation. Um, and then you know, obviously like it, you know, it starts gradually and then it picks up speed, picks up speed, and then you have Hutch's death, and then you have Phil's death. And um, that's like really, really upsetting. And that's the point for me where it's like when they get to the the village, I'm like, Okay, so now they're gonna explain what's happening here all right and then you it gets kind of cerebral and I feel like takes it out of the whole spooky wood setting, which I think is what makes this most of this so scary. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's why I like the woods part better than the village part but um, Yeah, the first time I watched this, it scared the crap out of me. And now even with all of the times that I've seen it, like after, like I rewatched it this morning Mm -hmm. and after I turned it off, I'm like, I just have, I just feel off, you know, like I feel uncomfortable a little bit, like not actively scared, but I'm just like going around my house, like, you know, taking care of whatever I need to do. And I'm just like, I just feel a little bit off. A little off put. Yeah. 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 Did you Mm -hmm. think it was scary? Um. Yes.
0: <laughs> That's I an mean, affirmative. <laughs> I mean, you're dealing with this this character arc of um, Luke, who's definitely t- suffering from PTSD, survivor's guilt. Mm-hmm. Uh, what could he, what, I could have done? Something? Should I have done something? What could I have done? Either he could have gotten killed too. Yeah. You know, you never know. Like, you always will have these questions. Um. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, so I, you know, I and you really I feel for him. And, and in that moment with his very, very good friend, uh, he couldn't muster up courage. He couldn't do it. And he was frozen, mm-hmm. which happens to a lot of people. Yeah. You know, not everyone's going to, you know, rise to the occasion. Uh, in fact, it's kind of that's why it's a story when people in real life do rise to the occasion yeah. and save people and um, risk their lives or do things, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Um, and how much can you fault for somebody for that, for going into survival mode and either, you know, freeze or run away or fight back? Yeah. And, you know, he's dealing with that. And then he's in the middle. He looks like not happy uh, to be on this trip with nope. this mm-hmm. large trip. He's just super depressed and you go into it feeling bad for him to begin with. Yeah. And um, he he kind of like makes little quips I think he deals with grief through you know being an arse a a smart arse (laughs) a a smart ass yeah and making little jokes um and I don't know and then they go into the forest and they see that elk and you're like how could something get something that huge and that heavy and massive into the
1: trees yeah what, Unless it's the predator, what th- exactly? <laughs> and even then, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, I'm um, not interested in meeting the predator either. No, like well, kind and, of am.
0: Um, So then, and then Dom gets hurt, and then they have their like squabbles, mm-hmm. and you know, it's just you, you don't know what's in the forest, and um, they're also in a foreign land, mm-hmm. and they're not in the the forest of England. Right, they're they're somewhere where they don't even really. If they ran into locals, they wouldn't even be able to really maybe communicate with them. Right. Uh,
1: and Especially because yeah. these Swedish people would be speaking Romanian. Because exactly. that is where it was <laughs> filmed. <they're>
0: Romanian. <laughs> um, so I think it's terrifying. I mean, there's different parts of it. It's like a different um, point of PTSD. His best friend gets murdered. Um, you know, hiking in the woods. That's pretty scary on its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Um, dead elk in the tree What's up in the, the tree and there's this <laughs> creature pursuing them going to an abandoned cabin with a, an effigy and you're like oh what the fuck and now and, my friend is and naked and, and praying the, to it yeah so yeah it's terrifying it plays on everything that you don't know about the forest there's so many unknowns there's mm-hmm. so many things in the dark
1: lurking and it's all out of your control mm-hmm. like you again like you feel like you are in control of the situation you're prepared you've got all your supplies you know what you're doing you've got your compass and your map and your support. and then something happens and you realize you have no control
0: right and that also made me think a little bit of Blair Witch yeah because she kept she was so sure mm-hmm. that their fearless leader. She was so
1: sure that they keep going this way, and they are lost, mm-hmm. completely lost. But yeah. and you um, get the the bickering element mm-hmm. um, with Blair Witch. It's the same with this. Is like the, the as they become more afraid and vulnerable. Then, yeah, then mm-hmm. like the tension between them increases, and it increases the likelihood that they're going to disagree, or they're going to get mad, or take it out on each other, mm-hmm. and then that like escalates um, all of the bad feelings as well. I do want yeah. to mention too, like with Hutch. Um, I was like sitting there and I'm like, he's definitely the best looking of the group. Like that kind of like this hutch, whatever. And so I'm like, I feel like he reminds me of somebody. Who does he remind me of? And I looked it up and it's like, it's Thomas from Downton Abbey. Oh, I've never watched that show. Oh, really? I I've watched the whole thing twice, start to finish. And oh, like well, there you go. he he's such a dick in Downton Abbey. So oh, really? like he is the biggest dick <laughs> in the like, in the entire the show. And it's funny because he's he's obviously he's a um a well a, an aspiring butler in Downton Abbey. Um but he's so he's obviously always clean-shaven, like, impeccably clean-shaven with impeccably combed, you know, 1920s hair or whatever, Mm -hmm. and so I feel like that's why I didn't really recognize him, because he's all, like, scruffy, and he's got, like, a shorter, modern haircut or whatever in this. He's got this double. But he's a a good-looking guy, Mm -hmm. and I was like... That's Thomas! What the hell? So I was uh, pretty surprised to, to find that out. Because this was a really great cast. I think that mm-hmm. that was a big part of what made it effective. Because yeah. even Phil, like he was kind of a little bit of a backseat character. Mm-hmm. Um you know, he didn't play into a lot of the interactions, like the primary, like when they were arguing or trying to make a decision or trying to make a plan. Phil wasn't really a part of most of that. Like John was definitely the loudest. Yeah. And, like, and Hutch was like kind of the natural leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it seemed like Hutch and Luke had the closest relationship. Mm-hmm. And Phil was like, you know, a nice guy along for just going along to get along or whatever. Um, but even that role, like he, it, it, it like gave him a little bit of extra vulnerability Mm-hmm. and so to see him preyed on the way that he was in the cabin and then when they did like check in with him or like you said when the, um, the night that Hutch was taken and he was the one like out in the middle of their circle of tents on the ground just like screaming and clawing at the ground like he was like a really vulnerable character mm-hmm. um, and so I think that like the whole spectrum of their personalities um, and how well they were performed was part of what made it just like really engrossing
0: definitely and the, luke the main character he is in a lot of stuff and yeah um, i can't really off the top of my head think of any but <laughs> yeah he's a very recognizable british actor i but, saw um, something
1: where it was like he and dom were both in movies in the alien universe cuz i guess he was in prometheus mm-hmm. the actor that played luke and then the actor that played dom was in alien versus predator
0: <laughs> Yeah, well there you go um so yeah, I, and also I was gonna say that uh, I t- what came out first? This or Midsummer? I wanna say I Midsummer this. came out after. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, this right. was first. So this also gave me kind of part like the village part kind of gave me kind of feeling, probably like the Nordic, Swedish kind yeah. of part um element. Yeah Made a little bit of a culty in, vibe yeah, too. Midsummer, there's you know, we sacrifice. More flowers. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Um, and then the creature, which is Terrifying. It's like, how can your human mind even process this? Right. It's craziness. Uh, It was, I thought it was pretty good. I, I, you know how I feel about uh, seeing the creature. Right. This is a perfect Um, example of that. Yeah. But this one was still, had so many parts of it hidden still Mm -hmm. that made it still. Terrifying, to right? Me. And um, I think also Benicio del Toro, one of the people that works with him, helped make the creature.
1: Oh, really? So, well, but which makes sense. Yeah, like, it that, has that kind of yeah, that, visual, mm-hmm, definitely. But yeah, they so. don't really like a hundred percent expose it. Um, all at once, like the best look you get at it is that super far distant, like silhouette image. Mm -hmm. But even that, like I was saying, it's so bizarrely constructed that your mind can't be like, oh, that's what it is. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, it looks like the part where it's the torso also kind of looks like it's in a hood.
1: Yeah. Well, it reminded
0: me of Krampus.
1: Yeah. Like how his face was like really, really set back, um, within that hood and his eyes were set back.
0: Yeah. But Definitely then it also, thing. the
1: face kind of looked like the Jawas. Yep, that too. And like, this is a ma- mishmash of everything. Yeah, your mind's just What's really trying on? to, like, categorize it so that you can, like... You're just trying to make sense of this bastard
0: child of Loki. <laughs> What's going Emphasis on? Emphasis on bastard. What the hell? This is the Nordics. That's what they say. Yeah. They say that's, you know... But um, I don't know. I just really enjoyed the, uh, the parts of um, the convenience store cropping up mm-hmm. in his is that's his huge fear that's yeah. his huge thing that he grapples with the the um the pain that he's dealt with mm-hmm. and that's what the villager when she explains to him like they this it, he um
1: he asks like why me
0: yeah why me um you know you've experienced real true pain yeah and that's why you were chosen so much sadness. so to to serve basically <laughs> yeah. and not be a sacrifice like his rest of his friends yeah um but I just I love this movie. Yeah. It's so weird and could feel real, but not. Yeah, it's very you know mythological and, and that's really cool. But also, it seems like you can get lost in the forest pretty easily. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, well, yeah. it's
1: just it's and really interesting. It's not like a not to say that Blair Witch was boring, but mm-hmm. so much more happens. To Mm -hmm. them and with them, even before they get to the village in this, um, that makes it, that keeps it interesting. And maybe is why, like, you know, I'll go back and put it back on and and watch parts of it again or have it on in the background because it's just it's interesting. Yep,
0: And I will not
1: be hiking in (laughs) Romania because that's where this was. This was filmed in Romania (laughs) because they had better tax breaks and labor laws. Also, they said
0: they're like the forest. The, or the hiking
1: trail doesn't look like this. Yeah, it's called like the King's Road or something. Yes. And there's like, there's no trees on it
0: yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah, they're like, this isn't work. So it's very uh, fictional, all the trees. Yeah. But um, anyway, I, um, I think it's a great example of secluded settings and yeah. um, being terrified. And, um,
1: yeah, just not being it. able to get help.
0: Yeah, and even if you run into humans, can
1: you trust them? Are they not going to try to kill you too? Uh, Totally. Nope, they're ready. They're ready to. Yeah, that's out of the frying pan and into the fire is the Mm -hmm. thought that I was having when they were running. They found like the path lit with lanterns and they were like running toward the cabin. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, oh, you think you're running to salvation? Think again. No, you're going to be right on the totem pole, (laughs) whatever it was. You're the next one in the tree, buddy. Yeah.
0: So, um, Anyway, that's a, a good conversation. I think that we are. We would I show this to my kid? Sure. Would yeah. she care about it?
1: Probably I not. Think, I think Grace <laughs> might like this. I, I mean, think I think she. Think she, would she be bored. Mine, yeah, mine she might, might find bored. it bored, or um, or she might feel like I do about like the ending. That it was just like the ending would. She'd think it was just kind of weird, which yeah. it is in a way. Um, you know, well, trying to figure out where about the story cathars- goes.
0: Catharsis, yeah, or, or like um, him kind of. Becoming somebody that instead of cowering stands up yeah. and um, fights for his own life, or yeah. you know, kind this of is changes. just a
1: normal exposition of the five stages of grief.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just think Charlotte will be not to say that there's nothing I would worry about her seeing.
1: No. Yeah. There's not. not really. um, uh, there's not a a ton of bad language there's obviously like no you know adult material or nudity or anything like that um there there is some like goriness, I guess, with the, the deer and the bodies in the trees, but it's not like super up close. Um and you don't you don't see like you don't see really Phil clearly at all. And with both of them, I think part of what makes it scary is like you do kind of see them for a little bit from the distance. It's a little obscured. Mm-hmm. Um and so even if you were concerned about like goriness, that also would be a really easy part to like cover someone's eyes for. If
0: yeah, you thought and that they were like, in like it a few moments and then they're moving on or
1: you know putting sticks on on hutch um but so yeah you you might it would be okay to show to a younger viewer maybe like 12 or 13 and up but like they might not like it that much yeah Yeah. stick with blair witch oh yeah for a younger kid if you want to if you want to make sure that they never camp (laughs) <laughs> i think blair which is the way to go
0: Illinois camping is dumb and this is why Aww, Nancy <laughs> and i
1: love camping but i i get it i get it it's all it's very irrational
0: camping's fun i mean it's okay i just don't <laughs> i think also what i don't like about it is everything like making a sandwich requires like 24 extra steps before doing that
1: yeah that's, so that's true to yeah you gotta make your sandwiches before you leave
0: um Well, instead of getting into the uh, (laughs) The nuances of uh, camping,
1: camping. (laughs) this is now a camping podcast.
0: Um, So I think that we are going to do a double feature next time, which I'm excited. Stephen King double feature. Yeah, I said more Stephen King secluded settings on my notes. Um, Misery from 1990 Mm -hmm. and Gerald's Game from 2017. Yeah. I freaking love Gerald's Game. Yes, it's so good.
1: So um, they, um, yeah, there's like a very obviously a big time gap in the production of the two movies. Um, Misery was Oscar-winning. Um, Gerald's Game was on Netflix. So, <laughs> um, but they're they're both really really great in very different ways. So um, definitely watch them before tuning in. Because um, they do, they both uh give us a, a really, really good secluded setting story of mm-hmm. like the uh, perils of isolation.
0: Yeah, and I forgot that um Savini does the
1: the, foot, the hobbling, eggs. yes, for in, misery. In misery. Yeah,
0: and Flanagan
1: um, Flanagan did Gerald's game. Gerald's game. So. Oh. Uh,
0: it's an all star <gasps> episode. It all comes together. It, goes all the way <laughs> to <laughs> it makes me so <laughs> excited. I was already excited to begin with to talk yeah. about these movies, but um, I'm going to show Victor. He'll. I think he'll be joining us. Because, yeah,
1: yep, that's the um, plan for he loves the moment. Misery, He's a big so. fan of Misery, so he'll mm-hmm. have to watch Gerald's game too. I think he'll really like it. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, it's he doesn't just... get any ideas.
0: <laughs> i'm just like what you're
1: like what oh. are you talking about oh sweet jesus
0: <laughs> well we don't have any handcuffs so that works out yet um bye,
1: <laughs> bye.